Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> Talk Recorded live. <laughs> All right. Recorded live. Who would know, right? Uh, <laughs> glad to have you guys in, in online with us today. Glad that we're, we're all sharing in this mastermind. Thank you, uh, Miss uh, Angela, Miss Tomasa, and Mr. Tom Tom, and of course, uh, Miss Alicia. And we're going to kind of recap last week because last week we were talking about two very important subjects. Number one, list building, right? And number two, product creation. And that's basically, guys, what we're, uh, what this mastermind is for. You want to create a full time income online, guess what? You need a strong list. And number two, you need to be putting out your own products. You could make money with affiliate products. You could make money with network marketing. Ultimately, though, uh, you want to get your own products out there. You want to be recognized for creating your own products, and that will help you build your list and your authority and blah, blah, blah. We've all heard that stuff, right? What what we're missing sometimes is the actual mechanics. And what we did last week, uh, uh, myself and Alicia, we have one person, Mr. John Zamora. And he joined us last week. And it was just me and Alicia and, and Mr. Zamora just kind of getting some ideas across and doing some things. But we're going to go quickly over uh, part one of the list building uh uh, Ms. Waters has part one of the product creation, but part one of the list building, we, we, we discussed about being how crucial it is to identify your specific target market because a lot of times, you know, you talk about personal development, for instance, right, and you say, hey, everybody wants to improve their life. That technically may be true, but in reality, the fact of the matter is not everybody does what is needed to improve their life, right? You go to a bookstore, Barnes & Noble, they're picking up a uh, National Enquirer, and another person is picking up Think and Grow Rich. So who is the one that is really, they both, yeah, technically want to improve their life. One is actively doing something, spending money, putting out the effort to do it. The other one is just, you know, wishy-washy. So... Uh, it's important to be able to identify, and by the way, uh, that's how you identify somebody, right? Uh, you could say, hey, everybody wants to lose weight. Everybody wants to be healthy. That, again, is is true, but the people that really want it are the people that are watching their diet, the people that are going to the gym, the people that are buying the nutritionals. Those are the people that are actually doing something for those, and if you're in that type of market, those are the people you should be looking for. Not Fat Aunt Sue, because Fat Aunt Sue may not want to lose the weight, right? She may think, you know what, I've always been Fat Aunt Sue. I'm never going to lose the weight. And she doesn't even intend on doing that, right? So you're looking for people that are actually taking the steps and spending the money. Spending the money, believe it or not, means a lot uh, as far as list building. 
because it means that they're actively involved and they're they got a commitment to it, right? So uh, that's one of the things that we went over last week, which is again identifying the market. And then we figured, uh, then we discussed how once we know the market, it simplifies everything because now we have a way to identify concerns, problems, or like Alicia mentioned last week, how does that person go to the next level? That's ultimately what they want. Uh, We can phrase it as solving a problem. We can phrase it as uh, addressing a concern. But ultimately what they want is they want to be taken to the next level. And the only reason why they would listen to Tommaso or listen to Angelo or TomTom is because they say, you know what, that TomTom guy, he got something that I want. He could take me to the next level. That's the only reason they would they would follow you or want to trade an email uh, and get on your list. So the first step, again, is identify the market and be very specific about that. And then secondly is how do we take that person or that market to the next level? Because that's how we're going to get the trade-off. You give me your name and email, I'll give you a clue on how to get to the next level. Now, you don't need to give them the whole thing there. You may want to save the big, big, big information for a product that you're selling them, but you can start that process of getting them on your list and building from there. So, Today, that's kind of like the first part of it, right? And although I covered that in two or three minutes, that really, it takes a a bit of work to do, okay? Because it takes some mental focus. It takes some time to put together whatever reports you're going to do, where you find your specific target market. All those things take a little bit of time to identify. But here's the deal. Once you got a list and once you've traded... Uh, your information for your email, for their email, uh, the key is then to get the people to be responsive to you, right, to engage with you. Because the bottom line is a person could take your name or, or, or your free report in exchange for their name and then unsubscribe, right, or give you an email that they hardly ever check. So, the the thing is, and, and, you know, when we first came up with this uh, full-time online marketers, uh, you know, mastermind group, what we said is, you know what, we're going to prove that you have to go out there and you have to provide value. When you provide value, then automatically these things start to happen, and these things being money is flowing in your direction, right, because you first provided the value. So what I'm what I'm going to suggest here is that, and again, this is the second part of the list building because it's not just the list building, it's getting a highly responsive list. What you want to do is create a certain ratio. Every three or four emails, you're creating something where you're giving them something of either inspiration or education, where they're, they're getting my email and they're not saying to themselves, ah, I wonder what Mike Martinez is trying to sell me today. Because if you get that response, you're going to be taken off the list. You're going to be unsubscribed very, very quickly. But if you get the response of, oh, man, I got another email from Mike Martinez, I wonder what he has to say. Now you have somebody that's actually opening and reading your your stuff. So 
very important that you kind of subconsciously train the people or your list to to say, hey, you know what? I'm glad that Alicia, I got a, an, an email from Alicia. Let me see what she says. Because they know that Alicia is going to say, hey, here's another way that you can address that issue that you have, whatever the issue is. And we get the issues from identifying the market. Uh, and you're going to give them a little piece of the puzzle. They now can add that piece to the puzzle so that they, they're going forward in their movement to getting to the next level. Right, and in there, I, the, the way I do it, guys, is I when I when I do my list and I create my campaigns, I again know who the, the market is, know what they they want to get accomplished. I do some research on that, and then I give them information that helps them move forward, even if it's just a little step forward. One step forward is better than nothing. One step forward is better than just a sending a sales letter. So they take a step forward. Hopefully it's something that I can educate them in, something that they don't know, or maybe I can put it in a different way where they now look at it and it makes them want to move. What I like to do is challenge people into action, right? Uh, but once, once they go out there and get my letter, on the PS, I may offer them something that's related to what I am talking about in the email. So if I'm talking about, let's just say, you know, we want to end the yo-yo effect of dieting, right? You gain, you lose 10 pounds, you gain 15, you lose 20, you gain 22, that that effect there. I may talk about something there on the email, and then in the PS, I may say, hey, you know, there's this one nutritional that if you haven't tried it, you might want to try it because it gives you long-term effects. So, again, value first, then you're giving them something that will continue to bring them to the next level, continue to to give them what it is that they're looking for, okay? Very, very important, guys. And one of the, the things, and, and I'll tell you, I learned this from uh, one of the guys that that is my mentor, and he makes a, a ridiculous amount of money through his email, um, is that his emails are flat-out stories. He just goes and just gives you a story from the get-go. The second you open up, let me tell you what happened on Tuesday. I went Tuesday to take my kid to school and blah, 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 and now he engaged you. It's like you got to see, you know, you keep reading because you want to know what happened on Tuesday and how that affects you and how is that related to what I want, right? So, storytelling is 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 an art and it's something that's absolutely i think absolutely necessary with email marketing if you want you want an effective highly effective list a list that people are engaged in you want to learn how to tell stories right right from the get go and again i don't do all my emails as sales letters and and i'll tell you what guys if you are on lists that every time, even if it's me, <laughs> if you're on my list and every time I'm sending you an email, I'm trying to sell you something, get off the list because it's a distraction, really. Uh, get on lists where you're getting something of value because if all I'm doing is reaching in your pocket every time, uh, you may or may not want that, right? And and I'm guessing that you probably don't want that. And, again, it's a distraction. A lot of times these, these people 
are they put you on a list and they give you you know they they talk to you about five different programs so this week they they're selling you one program and they're telling you it's the best thing since Swiss cheese next week they're going to come with another program and say hey it's the best thing since Swiss cheese you do you want that right so you have to you know you got to kind of look at that situation and say you know what this guy is really not adding to my to my education I'm not adding to my value Maybe I don't want to get any more of his emails. Unsubscribe, guys. And in the same way, guys, if you are building your list and when you're setting up your campaign, make sure that you are providing value. That's what you want. You want people to say, wow, I got another email from Tomasa. Let me see what she got to say today. You don't want people to say, Tomasa. You don't want to miss those. Trust me. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) And that's and that's that's exactly what you you want their mind to spring at. I don't want to miss that. I wonder what you got yeah, to say. That's Tomasa's on her list. You don't want to miss that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, any questions on that, guys? That's uh, that's just kind of my little spiel on. You know what? Uh, list building is not as difficult as most people make it. Uh, you know, there's technical side, and and what I'm going to tell you about the technical side is that there is software now or plugins, if you have a, a WordPress site, that does all the technical stuff for you. You can set up a, a, a lead capture page in minutes. And if you need help with that, make sure you contact me and say, hey, Mike, what do you suggest? Because there's there's literally dozens of, of very simple and low-cost and sometimes free um, uh, things that you can put on your site that will automatically create these pages for you. And that's the thing. You want to start the list building. Very, very, very important. If you don't have a list, chances are great that you're struggling. And if you want to end the struggle, you need to create a list, a highly responsive list. And the way you do that is what we just said. Identify the market, uh, figure out how you're going to take them to the next level, and then do it through stories Provide value first, and then you can add sales uh, items that you can make money with, and that's how that's how it works, guys. That's how it works for everybody. So, any questions? I'm going to take that as a no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Miss Alicia, last week we uh, discussed uh, p- product creation, guys, and I know that we've had we have product creators here, but uh, she had some really really awesome uh, ideas. And if anybody has ideas that can add to uh, what we're going to be discussing today, we're open to hearing that. This is a mastermind group, so um, you know, open. Uh, yeah, feel feel free to add what what you have to add, Miss Alicia. You ready? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And thank you, Mike, uh, for all the value that you uh, just provided uh, once again. Uh, one of the reasons why when you uh, mentioned, uh, you know, Tomasa, and I said actually you don't want to miss, if you're on her list, you don't want to miss what she provides, is um, Tomasa is one of those people that's you know, she's very authentic. And so in anything that she does, she's inviting you into a part of her journey. And I think that that is um, extremely important. Uh, as you mentioned about, you know, integrating story within your copy, um, being able to be relational with people is being able to have them continuously be on a journey with you. And I think that that's one of the most effective ways that you can keep people engaged and on your list is 
they feel that they are a part of, you know, not just your business life, but a part of, you know, your overall community from a holistic perspective. So, you know, I, I know from what she sends out through um, her emails, I think is, is a great way of how she expresses but yet challenges and then also um, refers and also shows you how to go to the next level. So I would say that she definitely um, – have some strong list building skills as well and, and ones that people could model for sure. Very good. Awesome. All right. Well did anybody have anything to add before we move forward? Come Is on, everyone now. still here? Yeah, I think I think uh I'm still here. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yes, I'm still here also. Oh, okay. So everybody was so silent. Okay. All right. Okay, so I'm going to move forward. Uh, last week we covered the basics of really setting up uh, many info products, or so what I like to call intentional info sharing uh, MP3 audios or intentional mini message books. We actually didn't get into the message books last week because Mike uh, wanted me to specifically hold that for this week. So what I'm going to do is uh, quickly recap some of what was covered on last week because we do have a recording that we actually invite you to go and listen to, you know, that to that audio. So last week I began sort of setting up how you could begin to create a basic MP3 product just by simply using a conference line or a recorder or even a BlackBerry phone. Again, this is very basic. This is not your advanced products, but this is what I call the no-excuse approach is to getting people off the fence so that they will at least begin to put value into the market by creating something very basic while they're working on their more advanced um, audio productions. So I also encourage that you can use as a free gift or a lead generating product is to create something like a mini training. And a mini training is anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes. And again, you can add even more value by incorporating maybe a PDF handout. Now, you can sell this. Um, I don't necessarily recommend doing that for the 10 to 20 minutes, but, um, again, using it as a free gift or a lead-generating product, you can do that. Mm -hmm. um, I, I also mentioned about beginning to create info or educational uh, training series, and you be can begin to do this by creating a one- to five-part uh, audio series, and this becomes a product. And I recommend that you do these audios anywhere from 30 to 60 minutes, and you can begin hosting a signature teleclass or a seminar to talk about your skill or your trade. I like educational formats, uh, tips, how-tos, concepts. I think those work good as well, and you can do those in workshop styles. So if you're new to audio creation, these are really the most simplified types of formats that you can use, and again, doing them from 30 to 60 minutes. And you can do that over a one- to five-part type of series. And I think I shared last week um, when I first began actually doing audio recordings as products. I had been teaching teleclasses and seminars, but I didn't actually start putting products out on the market until uh, 2010, and I did a, a mini-series of a two-part and then actually became a three-part. 
And what I did was I actually made those into products and actually separated the audios by allowing one to be a standalone and then grouping the second one, and it was a second product. And these had um, PDF handouts with them as well. And then I offered a bonus call, and then that bonus call became a separate audio as well. And you can price these types of trainings anywhere from 10 to $47. It's just really going to depend on the integrity that you have with the product um, and what you believe you should be putting it out there first for. Uh, also, I shared about, you know, when you start really creating your free mini training, you know, creating the one to two part, you can also do this in a 75 uh, to 90 minute type of teletraining. Or again, you can do it in a two part training. And this consists of having two audios, and you can break those down into 30 uh, to 45 minutes. And that is a product that I recommend that you don't price it lower than $20 to $25 to start off. And again, these are basic. I know I'm kind of running through this because I want to get into uh, the part that we did not cover uh, last week. But also I shared some resources, and I'm going to actually post these resources in the group. I chose to wait because I knew that we were going to be doing an additional um, training on this. But I do want to share um, a few. So instantconference.com. Instantconference.com. This is a really good um, conference line for recording products. In fact, it is the only one that I use if I'm going to be actually recording uh, a product because their quality is, is stellar. Uh, I also recommended a totally free conference call, not for product, um, not from necessarily recording products, but if you wanted to use a conference line. But I recently found out that I think startmeeting.com has replaced them. So that's something that I'm going to, uh, when I send the notes out, I'll make sure that I put start, uh, startmeeting.com in there. Um, also, if you are looking to create um, audiobooks or cre convert books, which we'll get into that a little later, audible.com, which is a company of Amazon, that's also good for product development because if you already have a, a writing, then you can transcribe that talk, um, you know, into an audiobook. And I also recommended uh, Audacity. And Audacity is a recording and editing suite that you can use. You can download it for free. And this is something that can help you with your audio productions. So if you want to take out background noise or you want to add some intro music, um, you can do that. And then also if you want to convert your MP3s uh, into CDs, then uh, kunaki.com, and I'll spell that. That's K-U-N-A-K-U-N-A-I. Mm -hmm. K-U-N-A-K-I, kanaki.com is, is a great one to use because they actually also act as your distributors. So you don't have to have your product on hand with you. When someone orders, they, you know, they print it and ship. It's almost like a print-on-demand, 
and I'm going to talk about print-on-demand from a book perspective in just a moment. But, but yeah, so they're your distributors, and you convert your MP3s into CDs. And something else that I did not mention last week, uh, if you want to get into doing like five-minute video products to create like a mini-series, uh, Jing or Jing Sun um, is a free program that you can actually download um, to your computer. And so if anyone's interested in actually converting some of their audios into videos um, and doing some mini-segments with that, for a mini-series, then that's a good source as well. And I've got like a ton others, uh, but what I'll do um, is I'll just put those in the group. Would that be okay, Mike, if I That would um, be beautiful, yeah. Yeah, because I have You're part of the inner circle. Mm. Yes, I know, but I'm just um, <laughs> saying unless you wanted me to share some of the, you know, other softwares and things while we're... No, that's, you know, that's good. I'd rather you get into the bulk of the training. But let me let me yeah. revert a little bit back. Uh, when we were talking about the mini training that you said, you know, you got uh, 90 minutes, you could split it up into two trainings. What do you suggest with that uh, as far as time frame? So this Monday we're going to have the part one, next Monday we're going to have part two, or this Monday we're having part one, Tuesday we're having part two. Is there, is there any kind of preference that, you know, does it make a difference, in other words, for me to do it uh, closely together, or can we allow some time in between, or does it depend on the information? Yeah, and that's an excellent that's an excellent question. I'm glad that you that you brought that up. Uh when I first started doing them, I did a series and my series was one call a week. And okay. so it was a week in between, you know, each call and then I packaged it as a product. So it's gonna depend on how the person wants to um their developmental process and how they want to show up in this. So if you have if you're blocking out time and you say, Well, I really just want to record this as an audio, I'm maybe going to invite a few people. I'm not gonna necessarily make this as a public um seminar just yet. You might want to do pre record. So you schedule out your time to say, I'm going to record this segment on this day or this session on this day and if you're incorporating other people, you know, within that product development then you schedule who you're going to bring on with you, you know, for that day. You make the decision in your production development. Um, I always recommend doing treatment sheets and a syllabus for, um, you know, this is other stuff, you know, to get into other training. Right. But um, being able to schedule yourself and saying this week, you know, and I have this coming up where it's one week, that's all I'm doing is is that production work. And I've got hours blocked out where this is – this is only happening. Now, if I'm going to schedule a retreat or a series, then doing it, yeah, one week at a time, or you can choose to do it all in one week. You can choose to host a mini seminar summit where you're just doing 30-minute um, uh, to an hour calls all that week, and you're not having, you know, a couple of weeks' worth of recordings that you're doing. You're doing it all you know, right in in a concentrated time. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so there's no now, hard, fast rule. So so uh, does it make a difference? And, and I'm sorry to, you know. Uh, I hope no, it's fine. Uh, does it make a difference 
what the assignments are, uh, I guess it would, right? Uh, if you say, all right, guys, we're going to end this, and here's the assignment, or here's what you want to get done before the next, whatchamacallit, or the next meeting, I guess yeah. depending on, on the assignment, you would be able to gauge how far ahead you want to go, right? Right. Well, that's something, you know, I would recommend that you already have that set before you even go into you know, doing the production or doing the, the seminar itself, it, that's the purpose of really creating treatment sheets and, and being able to have this is we're only covering this and this is what you actually set up in your audio. And also I want to say real quick, um, I have samples of, of uh, these types of demonstrations that I used with my Spiritually Aligned Entrepreneurs Group because, you know, one of the – uh, trainings within that program was about, you know, income development and creating um, multiple streams of income and through doing products. And actually, Johnny, I sent him, um, you know, uh, I think a sample because he requested that, but it's open to anyone, anyone that wants, you know, samples of even how you set up your audio production, how you set up a, um, a MP3 and actually do it as a course. Or, or do it, you know, with a, uh, how can I say, with a handout or so. So I have samples of, you know, of those that if anybody wants, I okay. can definitely get those um, to them. But I do highly recommend that you just know in session one or in this segment, we're only covering this, you outline that, and then you give them a call to action if, if that's the, the nature or the format that you're doing. Um, I'll quickly say in one of my demonstrations that I used to use for my group, you know, I would break down to them what the different um, styles are that you can use, whether, you know, a teleclass, a telesummit, um, and actually given distinctions for what those are so a person can decide, you know, is this what I really want to do um, or do I want to do this in workshop style? And once you identify that, you're able to craft your call um, to know exactly all the content that you want to put in there. And on that particular audio, I talk about how you position your content, timing and, and all those different things. And it's, it's like 10 to 12 minutes on that particular audio. So if anybody wants that, I mean, it's an older audio. <laughs> uh, it's not anything new, you know, that I've done uh, from several years back, but it's still good training material. Okay, good, very good. All right, well, great. So next I want to transition into uh, creating an intentional uh, mini-message book. And this really something that you can do really easily, of what I call transforming your talks into transcripts or vice versa, <laughs> is actually when you do an audio, you actually can turn around and then convert it into an intentional messaging book. So I want to start off by saying that I – recommend using a print-on-demand publishing platform that's called CreateSpace, and especially if you're new to publishing um, from a paperback perspective. And they also do provide uh, Kindle publishing uh, in addition to, to the paperback. And for this, you don't even need a budget to publish, you know, if you don't have one. And I even mean that down to even if you can't afford to have an editor or a proofreader, I recommend that you proofread your document really good. And 
another thing that's really good is Create Space provides uh, free ISBNs. And they also provide free uh, book covers and images that you can use or you can use one that, you know, you own. So when a person uses Create Space, especially getting into the publishing industry, they'll be ready to really publish really on demand very quickly. And when you publish many books uh, in paperbacks, and I'm going to get into um, what I consider to be a mini book or an intentional sharing. And what these are are five by eights, and they're anywhere from 20 to 70 pages. And you can use these in the styles of a journal, a tips book, or a how-to book. And um, I'm even going to provide the margins <laughs> that, you, that you'll need. So for the margins that you want to use to set for your dimensions, uh, left to right, you're going to use 0 .375, and it will convert over to 38, but I always just recommend put it in as 0.375, and then for your top and bottom margins, you'll use 0 0.25. And I'm going to recap that just a moment. Um, this is for a 5 by 8, but actually, these dimensions can be used for other documents like a 6 by 9 and even an 8.5 uh, by 11 too, but those are the margins. But talking about doing an intentional messaging book at a 5 by 8, again, that's 20 to 70 pages. Uh, the margins for the left and right are 0 0.35, converting to 38, and then top to bottom, 0 0.35. I thought it was mm -hmm. 0 0.735. Okay. I'm sorry, 0 0.735. Thank you, Mike. Yes, yeah. 0 0.375. 0 0.375, converting to 38. So uh, and, when you do create space, you have to create the, uh, you have to provide these margins? No, this is what you use for your document. Oh, you're okay. Setting your, yeah, for uh, your document. Okay. You're setting for your document. Um, and I'm going to go through the process of how you okay. do that because you'll need to PDF it. Uh, actually, I'm sharing some insights from uh, one of my publications, is Simplistic Writing and Publishing Made Easy, um, where I actually go through all of you know the steps that you would need. So did you have any other questions or did you want me to move forward? Yeah, one one more question. Yeah. Uh, one mm -hmm. more question. Uh does uh do you use a lot of pictures or do you use a lot of white space? Well, I actually don't <laughs> use I have used pictures for one particular um book, but the thing about it is depending on what your budget is because that is when you if you're going to use pictures or some color pictures or so then that's when you you are getting into um, some costs. What I'm providing is actually what you can do at no cost. Okay. Um, 
and what and what Create Space does is they have a a variety of packages um, that you you know that you can use, and they have editors and formatters and book covers and um, the the whole publishing uh, process. But uh, again, those are going to be you know for fees. But if you don't have a budget, and even if you do, but you would rather reserve the funding for marketing, or let's just say you did not want to use one of their uh, book covers, because my first published book in 2012, um, I chose to have a designer create my book cover. So that's where my cost, you know, came in. I you know, didn't have to necessarily pay for some of the other things because I had interns at that time that, you know, um, were taking care of editing, proofreading, and and, and different things. But um, from a book cover perspective, I, you know, that's where my cost came in with my graphics designer and, and, and all of that. But I chose to um, do that for my first book because I needed the nature of that cover to be a certain way, and that would not be something that, at that time, uh, Create Space would be able to deliver upon for me. Um, but after that, um, because obviously I publish a lot, <laughs> so I right. take advantage of of um, using their uh, free book covers and their uh, images, um, you know, to be able to facilitate, you know, what I do to use my books as um, business marketing evangelism tools because okay. um, that. That's something else I get into in other trainings of using these intentional messaging books as your business cards, as your entries into other industries. Right. Did it justify the cost uh, for that first book for you to get a graphic designer to do that uh, as opposed to the other books? It did. It did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it it absolutely did. Yeah, it was was well worth it. And it was really, for me, what had to be. for that first project, um, okay. because I, I needed to capture in that book cover um, the essence of the title, and there was no image or graphic, or and I didn't have enough, honestly, familiarity with Create Space at the time okay. to know how to navigate it like I do now, because that was my first uh, rodeo, so to speak. Gotcha. All right. Very good. Yeah. So everything that I'm sharing right now is really for uh, again, no excuse <laughs> to get something um, out there and going um, of taking away the excuses of, well, buying the ISBN. You know, uh, they do have paid options for ISBNs. Um, they actually have two paid options uh, for for ISBNs. But I do recommend using, um, you know, their free one and then some of their covers. And TomTom, you know, he has published um, – He's published three books through Create Space, and one his first book, uh, Diary of a Mad Pizza Man. He had a, we had the same graphic designer <laughs> that um, you know did his book as well, and then after that he's used um, Create Space um, free covers, and then I think he's used some of his own images that he's found um, instead of using some of theirs. So if we have time, I'll open it up and let him talk, you know, a little bit, um, a little bit about that. And again, they also provide. Let me mention this. I didn't mention this earlier. They also provide 
six free distribution channels, and uh, that's Amazon, uh, Amazon Europe, and also their Create Space eStore, which is where you'll get your higher royalties. Um, they also provide what they call an expanded distribution, and that's going to get you into Barnes and Nobles and you know some of the other online uh, bookstores. Um, get your books into uh, the library and different institutions. And so they provide, like I said, six free distribution channels. And also you get to publish on Kindle through them as well. And that's something that several people don't know. They'll go and publish on Kindle, and it's like you could have done it all. You could have done your paperback and everything in one-stop shop, and it still cost you nothing. Yeah, and, and and just to add to that, uh, I uh, uh, or Alicia was giving me this advice before I published my Kindle book uh, because somebody had given me bad advice saying that if you went through Create Space first, it would be difficult in if you wanted to update your book. In other words, uh, the the person that, that spoke to me said, "No, nah, if you want to." You should go Kindle first because it'll be easier to uh, update the book. And then if you go through Create Space, it's more of a problem. You're saying, or you told me, uh, that it's it's just as easy, correct? Oh, absolutely. And actually, I'm going to actually say what I actually did say to Mike. I said, has this person ever used Create Space? <laughs> right, right. No. So they're, they're not an authority to even give any commentary mm-hmm. um, on that and then also – you know, depending on how many books they've published or whether they've even published or not. Um, there's a lot of myths, and I do a lot of teaching around this, of breaking down, uh, you know, the different myths that come with the whole publishing arena um, from my own personal and professional journey. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, but using uh, Create Space, like I said, it's, it's what I recommend. And it's, a, it's an Amazon company. I mean, so, I mean, it, we're not talking about – some um, shade tree mechanic publishing company. You know, we we are dealing with something. You know, an enterprise that Amazon. I'm sorry. Did someone say something? Hello. No, that that's actually somebody that we just had uh, come in from Canada that had some background noise. Ah, uh, Canada from uh, Connecticut. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, who is this from Connecticut? Uh, would you like to announce your name? No, they left us. Okay, so continue. Okay. All right. Well, great. So, yeah, I like I said, I recommend uh, publishing through them because it's it's a very easy process, and once you send your document, and this is not really something I'm going to get into that you know, all of that uh, process today, but I will say that once you send your document off, within 24 hours you get your um, review back and you're okay to go ahead and and move forward. And I teach this process in my accelerated uh, entrepreneurship uh, publishing process of really doing a 24-hour turnaround book project, you know, of converting either a blog or a blog post or articles, you know, into a book just to um, take a person through that process to see, you know, how how easy it is. And one of the beauties of self-publishing that you can be in control of is 
with Create Space, you're able to go in that document as many times as you need to to change it out, to, to make changes. So that's the beauty. It doesn't matter if you send that document 10 days in a row because you shifted um, something to the right or you took out a word or you added a word. So that's the difference between whenever you are going through a major publishing company, once you've actually sent everything off to print, you know, it's going to cost you if they have to go back in and, and make changes. But with Create Space, you're able to, uh, like I said, do that document however you want um, as often as you need to make updates. You can do that, and it costs you nothing. Okay, two questions. Uh, number <laughs> one, do they uh, impose a certain fee for the book? In other words, you got a 300-page book. We expect the book to sell for 19.95. Do they do that? No. And no. Okay. They don't. You and and here's own. a second. Here's a second question okay, before you start. Uh, mm -hmm. Do uh, what? Do you know what the uh, profit margin is for the author? See, that's going to depend. The reason why it's going to depend, and let me get into um, a few of these dynamics. Okay. You are in control of setting pricing. And so what happens is when you go in to set your price, and this is why I can't necessarily say to you this is what you're going to get for this, because once you set it, it's going to give you a calculation of each distributing channel because you have six if you choose to um, allow all six of those to be distributing channels for you uh, because they're each print on demand. Okay, So Amazon is going to um, have a different royalty than what Create Space. I can just say to you that Create Space has the highest royalties. <laughs> so, um, really? yeah, they have the highest royalties. So you'll see what, once you put a price, like if you put your book for nine, your paperback book for nine ninety nine or fourteen ninety nine or so, then it will give you a calculation of what your royalties will look like. Okay, very interesting. So yeah. depending on the distribution, right? Mm hmm. That, Depending that, on the the distributor, yes. right? Uh, Barnes and Noble will will charge a different rate. Yes. Mm -hmm. gotcha. And sometimes Amazon will set your book at what is their most recommended price. It's never too outlandish. I mean, one particular book of mine, they actually put the price higher than what I was selling it for. Okay. Because they thought, well, I, you know, we think this title will um, be more appealing. So we see she has it at this price, but we're actually going to raise the price of that book, um, which still, in, you know, benefits me <laughs> when people buy it for that price. But sometimes they'll have your book for a little bit less, and it doesn't mean like, you know, a couple of dollars or so less. It may be, you know, um, a few cents or, you know, or so. So, uh, I'm sorry if you guys feel I'm hogging up the floor here, and if you have any questions, please <laughs> speak up. Uh, one more question, Alicia. Um, since I started first with the Kindle version of my mm -hmm. book, right, and I have not done the Create Space version yet, uh, is there going to be any kind of conflict? When absolutely not. Okay. No, because you don't you don't even have an ISBN for um, your Kindle book. Right. Right. And and the thing about it is is that you have options and because you have already published that your book as a Kindle first, so
So when you come over to Create Space, you don't have to select to publish it through Kindle. Um, I've got tons of books that I can put them on Kindle. I don't because a lot of my books, you know, are very much the workbook journal type of format. Um, But I do have some. I mean, I have people who will recommend to me or say, can you put this on Kindle? And so if they do that, then I'll put that on Kindle. Um, But a majority of mine stay in paperback. I do have some in Kindle. But you don't have to select that option. And then you can also choose to, when you come over to Create Space, you can do a different edition of your book if you want to. If you want to say, you know, that's my Kindle version for them, for Amazon, for this way. But over here in Create Space, actually, maybe I want to add a little something else to this right. book. Right, okay. And then you can still make that a Kindle book as well. Mm-hmm. Very Even good. though it has the same title, but because you have an ISBN, and let me quickly clarify a couple of things, and Mike is making me get into some things I <laughs> was not, but <laughs> let me um, quickly Sorry. clarify a couple of things when when it comes to the ISBNs. Um, even if you use a free ISBN through CreateSpace, you can still publish your book somewhere else, like with another publisher, but what you cannot do is take that ISBN. So you'd have uh, to get another ISBN, but you can still, um, if you choose to publish that book through another publishing company, you can do that. You just can't do it through that ISBN. Um, gotcha. So I'm going to go ahead. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I, I, I said I got you. Uh, what, uh, what is the, the, the going rate for ISBNs? Ooh. Okay. <laughs> that depends, too, because people mostly buy them in bulk, but I know that I think that Create Space has a feature where if you want to purchase your own ISBN, they, I think, can maybe get it for you for 99 or so. Um, if you actually go to the ISBN um, website or so, they, you know, have different options. Because okay. a lot of times people buy in bulk, in which uh, when – my the part of my publishing uh, company, which is Abundant Waterfalls Publishing, we're using Create Space right now as you know the lead-in platform for how we do our publishing and distributing. And but that is just until we set up our own print-on-demand. So at that point, I'll be buying a bulk of of um, ISBNs. Gotcha. Okay. But um, but I recommend, like I said, for what we're talking about today, uh, to just use the free ISBN. They also have an option that you can pay $10 to get the free ISBN and also be able to put your logo on the uh, book cover as the Mm. publisher. Wow. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, when you go in and the account is free. And so right now while I'm on this note, let me go ahead and give the website. It is www.create.com. Space.com. Okay. Alicia, I have a question. It's Tomasa. I'm going to chime yeah. in now. Yeah, great. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to take it over now. Come on. Um, so, <laughs> you know, my video product, someone had actually recommended that I get an ISBN number for it, so like I could have somewhere like Whole Foods or something to carry it. Yeah. And so, you can, can you do that, that from Create Space as well? You can. You Create Space, that's another, uh, just, you know, 
was not the lesson for today, but I'm glad that you brought it up because uh, within Create Space, you can do video products. Okay, okay. Within that. And so whether they give you an ISBN number or a SKU number that is um, – because I haven't done my – audio, well, my video products yet uh, through uh, through them. I have some set up, so I don't know the full process of that yet. That's something that's in the phase of what I'm doing right now, but I believe that you can get um, the SKU numbers or the ISBNs, however, um, however they use that, uh, mostly for unless you're going to convert your video product into some type of book whether using an ISBN would be recommended or using a product SKU or so. Um, but they probably can give guidance on that. And okay. I'm glad Tomasa brought that up uh, because another good thing I want you all to know is that CreateSpace has 24-hour um, customer service. Oh, okay, that's good yeah. to know. Okay. Yes, yeah, so you can call them. <laughs> you know, um, whenever, uh, how many times ever, you know, um, they have it set up where you actually have to set it up through the computer now where you can't just call them directly. So if you just put your number in and then they'll you, you give them when you want them to call you. So they have an option, call me now. And right when you push it, your phone's ringing. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something else I've had. Oh, <laughs> else I know about, yeah. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, that must be for another call. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's what it was. Uh-huh. I remember who, where I've been able to do that. Like, you want us to call you? We'll call you right now. And you just push the button and bam, it happens. It's exactly. Well, that's how it is. Um, that's how it is here. So consider that you're kind of your, your precursor um, uh, for uh doing create space. That's how they uh, operate, too. So you call them, you put your number in, and then push that button, and then your phone is ringing before you can even remove your hand from the mouse. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Did did you have any other questions, Tomasa? Sorry about that. My phone fell. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have any other questions, Tomasa? No, I don't. That was good. I mean, I now I know, you know, I might just go do that and might give me um a little bit more visibility that way too. So Absolutely. And and you know you 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 can put out a flow journal or a workbook. I mean Tomasa has a lot of comprehensive um Oh, you won't even know what my latest download is. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. I know one thing. I know that it's it's whatever it is is phenomenal because that's you know pretty much what comes through you. Um, so we're thankful that you open yourself up for the, the phenomenal content to uh, you know to flow. But you know today, um, and let me make sure. Let me see if there's anything else I want to. Um, I did mention. Let me say this real quick. I did mention about um, the margin settings that that can apply for, you know, a 6 by 9 or a 5 point, um, excuse me, an 8.5 by 11. And those, the 6 by 9 and the 5.8 by 11, those are for publications that you want to turn into like a training or a workbook, you know, or like or some type of uh, planner. So, um, so if you want to create, you know, a flows workbook or, or so, um, 
and put that up for sale. Um, you know, doing that just in your regular document, the, the standard size of the 8.5 by 11, um, there you have a workbook. I mean, this is really endless. <laughs> the opportunities or the, the possibilities are really endless. And like I said, being able to have, you know, the controls to publish the way you want to, when you want to, you know, if you say, I want my book coming out on this date, it can literally come out on that. You can choose that, that date that you want it to come out as long as, you know, you get your document in uh, so that within the 24 hours um, it can be published. And I recommend people, you know, don't wait till things are perfect you know, get it done because if you need to make some adjustments or course correct, you can go back, you know, um, you can go back and do that. But if you already have talks, I always say to people, transform your talks into transcripts or vice versa, you know, and that's one of the easiest ways. And being able to create not just virtual products or MP3 products, but, again, converting products into CDs and then having paperbacks. Like Kindles are good. If Mike and I have had this conversation, Kindle books are good. But one of the things Kindle books won't do is they don't provide back table products for you when you speak. And you want to be able to create um, products that you can have on hand to um, if you're doing speaking engagements to be able to sell those products from the back of the room or however the vending arrangement is set up. Yeah. Good stuff. So I think I'm going to stop there. Cause <laughs> no, you know what? Uh, and I love the fact that uh, we, we were able to ask some questions because, as you can yeah. see, I, I, um, I had some questions. But I'm glad. That Yeah, that clarifies... Uh, at least for me it does, and maybe if other people, if some of the questions or the answers spilled over to other people's concern, that we all got to uh, to clarify. I'm glad that uh, Tomasa brought up the video thing because that's mm -hmm. that's a very very good point. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was glad that she I was glad that she brought that up too, so that it gave me the opportunity to talk about another feature. Um, you know, that a lot of people are, you know, interested in. I, I don't think that they do the audio um, MP3s anymore through their uh, – that's why I recommend uh, Kanaki um, because I think that they have their audio set up for more, you know, doing, you know, music and, 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 and things like that. But you can certainly do CDs and DVD. Product the only thing I'll say about Kanaki, because I did look at them when I was producing my videos, yeah. um, if you have more than one DVD in your set, um, they they can't really go beyond one, if I, yeah, if I recall, because I looked at that, and I was like, yeah. oh, I got three different things, and I had mixed media because I had DVD stuff, and then I had stuff that was data disk that this MP3 downloads and an ebook on it. Right, and I'm glad that you brought that up because the Kanaki is what I really recommend for if someone is doing their first basic product, like if they only have like a, um, an MP3 that, you know, and it's a teaching or it's a training. If you don't have the ability to have your works mastered in terms of breaking it up, um, 
I think Audacity allows you to do that where you can synchronize it and put it all on one and then upload it as one, but then, you know, that's a whole bunch of technical uh, technical things. But if someone has just to say uh, a teaching that they did, a training, and they want to just put that training, whether it's a two-hour training, a three-hour training, even a 30-minute training or so, then they can, if they want to convert that to something hard copy, then, um, you know, without having other dynamics to it, then Kanaki would be um, a good place to start. But like what Tomasa is talking about, um, and I'm glad she brought that up because, you know, you you do have to know what is going to work for all the dynamics and, and um, bells and whistles that you have attached to, you know, what you're doing because some of these platforms may not be able to service that, like she said. Are we good? We're good. She said we're good. So thank you, Tomasa, for bringing that up because that that was actually that was really important um, to uh, share. And let me just say this too. I think I said it earlier that when you create your mini books or um, your intentional uh, messaging books, um, I mentioned about doing them twenty to seventy pages, but certainly they can go more than that. I mean, I have books that certainly are more <laughs> have more pages. Um, you know, have more pages than that. But if you really want to use and leverage it as a business card, then sometimes doing something that's, um, you know, the 30 to 70 pages type of, um, they really do make good what I call business evangelism um, type of uh, uh, products, um, you know, or lead generating or introductory, you know, into uh, different industries or making connections with people. But um, I want to see Tom. Tom, can you? Are you uh, in a place where you can speak real quickly? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, you, you here? Um, because Tom Tom has used Create Space what three times? Yeah. Three. Okay. Yeah, three. Right. Okay, three. Right. So the Diary of a Mad Pizza Man that was the first project, uh, and how many pages was that book? I mean, that was a uh, pretty comprehensive book. Um, I think that was about 250 pages. Yeah, so he did a literal, yeah. And my first book project was 108 pages, one, 108 or 110. Um, Be even more than that for the next version. Oh, wow. Oh, that's right, because uh, an expanded version of that is, is uh, going to be coming out. Then, Tom, Tom, you did um, two type of, you, you did a trainer and kind of a mini book, Um one was um, give them to me. I know powering up for your powering up level. for your next level, and uh, don't be a check chaser. Be an income replacer. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah. So those those books were. Uh, do you recall how many pages or so those those publications were? Uh, no more than about ten pages for each, and then the rest of the book was uh, like section where you can uh, write your own notes in them. Yeah, yeah, but so how many about, was it? Um, about 40. No more okay, than about 40. 40. Okay, more than about 40, right. Okay, so yeah. And and publishing through Create Space is pretty easy, right? Yep. He said yep. <laughs> yeah. The more you do it, the more it... Um, it really, I, it, I, honestly, I'm going to be honest, it becomes really a no-brainer. Um, 
that you can really start to do it in your, you know, to do it in your uh, in your sleep um, because it's very self-explanatory. They have marketing resources. They have a lot of different things, but, it, you know, you have to spend the time to actually, you know, look at that, you know. Uh, that, you, you know, know what? You know what, Alicia? That that's a good product for you to put out there as a as a training product to it, sell. Because actually, uh, that is one that is in uh, production and development. I actually have products on that okay. um, that I've taken off of the market, um, and the reason why because you know I've been under the whole renovation. Uh, right. A lot of my audio products are no longer even some of the trainings. Um, that I did, you know, from entrepreneurship things uh, because some of the websites and some of the different things are no longer relevant. So it's a lot of new. I have uh, a lot of things in book publication, and now this is the audio phase. But I do these teachings and trainings with, with clients, and and um, and I supply them, you know, with, with audios of me, you know, going over this. And a lot of times I'll just take them really step by step, but I'm actually going to be outsourcing that to um, actually another company to do that um, right. because I yeah I, my schedule is not going to permit it come spring so a lot of those um, you know the details of going um, over in VIP retreats and trainings uh, of really literally taking them through the whole process of the setup and the setup is not complicated. Um, you know, just to really get, you know, to get started. But, you know, you'll go through, you'll, you'll see it, you'll supply, you know, how you want to get paid and how, you know, all the different things. But this really is a, again, a no-excuse approach to um, getting right. something out there. Well, uh, Tomasa has left us, and so has Tom Tom, so I'm guessing that we've uh, gone uh, yeah. We're at 11 minutes over the hour. Uh, Miss Angela, thank you for sticking around. Appreciate your comments. And uh, Did you have any questions, thank you. Uh, Angela? I didn't. I've been taking notes. I haven't heard about the platform, but I'm definitely considering it once I take that next step into either the book publishing part or I was thinking about it for the video. So it's all new. Um, thank you for okay. sharing it. Well, great. And also, Angela, I want to say this real quick before we before we uh, leave. I think I sent you the uh, simplistic um, publishing, writing and publishing, so all that information will be in there. Okay, I'll check my email now. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, I sent it to you some time ago. Um, okay. um, so, yeah, so all of those documents or so will be, they'll, they'll be in there. But thank you. Absolutely. I'm looking it up. Thank you. I'm going to go in there and check that out. I appreciate this call. Thank you so much, Angela, for being here. All right, Mr. Mike. Are we wrapping up now? Oh, I guess he's gone too. Okay. Well, good day, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.